We are continuing with our three-part series. This is the final part of the three parts. If you haven't tuned in to the previous two Monday episodes, make sure you catch up on them. There's so much power in serving you and becoming the next level version of yourself, both in business and family. But today we're talking about that feeling that a lot of us get when we're not brand new in the game anymore and we just feel like we've lost our energy and our spark for our work. I notice it when I shift from losing sleep because I have all these awesome ideas or can't wait to pop up and get to work on what we're building and shift more to losing sleep over the stressors of the week or the long list ahead of me or the things that I know I'm not going to get through in time. That's the difference, right? Where I'm anxiously losing sleep because it's a good thing or I'm like anxiously losing sleep because I'm drowning. So today we're talking all about those soul-sucking moments. Why is it that we get there and how do we get out of it? How do we reinvigorate ourselves? How do we get our mojo back? All right, let's get to the show. Pull up a seat to the table. You are listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. After working with countless entrepreneurs, I've noticed a theme. No matter the level of success achieved, they get to this place where they're asking, now what? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact. You want to do work that means something and you want to be known for it too. Somewhere along the way, it wasn't just about growing a business anymore. It became time to build your legacy. Plus, building the dream at the expense of everything else that matters, family, freedom, joy, is no dream at all. The Luminary Leadership Podcast is where industry leaders come to break through to their next level of achievement, purpose, and impact. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and I'm here to raise up this generation of leaders, us, so we can do our part in raising up the next generation of little luminaries. Get ready as we break down all things entrepreneurial leadership in a way that isn't being talked about. We both know you don't just need another strategy. It's time for your breakthrough. There was a time in your business and in your life where you just had that spark. You were energized by your work, even if it was hard work, but you were inspired by possibility while you were doing that hard work. And you could see the task list and the full calendar and the rally in you for that challenge ahead of you where now sometimes it just drains you. It's kind of like a marriage. You start out, you're in that honeymoon phase, you got that spark for each other, and you're like, man, this this is work. Why don't I feel it today? Can I ever get this back? The answer is yes, in both worlds. But today we're focusing on the business world. What once fed your soul is now kind of sucking it dry, which means how you show up at home probably mirrors that. It also lacks the heart that your family deserves. I remember about seven years ago, I experienced my very first dose of this. I was able to ride those few first few years of business on passion, just like that honeymoon phase in marriage. And then all of a sudden it hit me. I had just, I don't know, I felt like I lost my mojo and a peer of mine captured my feeling in an old baseball phrase. Have you heard of the yips, right? This is where typically a baseball player, I think they use it in like golf and other sports too, but they just have this sudden inability to do what they were once good at. And they're starting to question if they've still got it. And that's how I felt. I was like, man, has this all been an illusion? Have I just been on a high from creating something new? Was I never really good at what I did? You know, was it luck? Was it just a good run? Had my passion died out? What was it? 
But just like the baseball players who once came alive in the game they love, but seem to have fallen off their winning streak of, you know, fire for their work, I hadn't lost my mojo, right? I had misplaced it. I hadn't lost it. I was just missing a few key elements that would allow for me to get swept back up in possibility and creativity and the future vision of where I'm going. Do you know that feeling when you are so fired up because you have your eyes set on what's ahead of you and you love that vision and you are so excited about it and you are hungry for it and you can be navigating tough times and rejection and the trials that come with doing something difficult, but you just rally because you have that fire in you to to forge forward and to to come alive in that work and to believe in yourself and you have that confidence. It is such an intoxicating feeling. It is so fun. I think it's one of the reasons that I stayed the course in entrepreneurship in the beginning and was kind of delusional and completely, you know, didn't even see all the rejections and the struggles I was walking through because I was just so happy. I was so inspired by what I was doing. That doesn't have to go away. There do have to be recalibrations in the process. And that's what we're talking about today. So how does it happen? Because this is a cyclical thing. You're not going to forever live in that peak state. So having the tools in your belt to know how to shift it more quickly and not have to live in it for years and feeling like you're slogging through the muck and the mire and instead being like, hmm, I'm noticing I'm losing some of that mojo. I'm going to go to my tool belt and I'm going to shift it now and I'm going to get re-inspired now and I'm going to come alive in my work now because the end result of that is not just feeling better. It's not more excitement around your work. It's attracting the right people into your business. It's bringing the right team members in. It's galvanizing them around your mission and having these lifers who are going to take this thing to the top with you. It's actually seeing the bottom line of your business change, seeing profit grow having more freedom in your life, not having to be in the weeds of your business like we talked about a few weeks ago. All of these things are the positive result of you tapping into this this incredible energy. So I want to help you navigate it more quickly. I want to help you get back to that inspired place. I want to help you identify where is this coming from and why is it happening and what can you do about it. And like we've been talking about, we have a tremendous tool that we're giving it to you for free. This is something that we normally, our 30,000 plus paying clients utilize that we are gifting to you. Don't tell them because they might be pissed. <laughs> but it's something that has changed the game for us. It has changed the game for so many of our clients. It's going to take you from frazzled to laser focused. It's a 30-minute game plan to gain clarity, reduce overwhelm, and make the space to finally live your vision as a wildly successful family first entrepreneur. Okay, so if you want to be looking at that as you go through this episode, you can go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused. And that's where you can download it. It's a no brainer. Go get you some. Okay. So the first reason that we drift into this is because we drift into bad habits. You were once the visionary. You had new ideas and you took risks and you tried new things and you rallied to new challenges. And little by little after escaping the box of your previous 
life, that mundane career, and you traded it in for a wild life of entrepreneurship, you ultimately, unconsciously and likely accidentally, built yourself a new box in your business of to-do lists and deadlines and routines and habitual motions that took the joy from the ride you were initially on as a new entrepreneur. And that entrepreneur who had vision and spark and the balls to do the unthinkable, now you just sign into Slack and you put out the fires and you log into email and see what's coming at you for the day and you try to keep your head above water as you fulfill your entrepreneurial obligations each day. And that's not how it's designed to be. There is so much more to this. We talked about in week one of this series how to elevate up out of the weeds of your business so that you're not just drowning in the tasks, that you are breaking the cage that you just created around yourself because you're not designed to be in one. Be reckless. Be you, right? Like go create, innovate, step into new territory, take risks again, come alive in your work. This is a piece of the reason that you feel like you've lost your mojo, but again, you've just misplaced it. You've buried it under a pile of to-dos. And it's not to say that those to-dos just throw them, burn them. You don't have to do them. It's saying, how can you bring in more margin to innovate, to create, to be prolific in your work, to have fun again, to come alive and to know where you're going with such confidence and fire that you plow through those to-dos so fast because you're hungry to move on to the thing that's actually going to matter in your business. The second reason is you've stepped out of what makes you come alive. So on top of doing all this crap we often have to do because it's it's maintenance, right? It's stuff we have to clear the inbox. We have to connect with the team and do those things. But on top of having that be the primary focus of your work, you've stepped out of the stuff that brought you joy. Do you even know where you thrive anymore? Or have you taken on so much and you're juggling so many things that you've lost sight of your true sweet spot, your zone of genius, the place in your business where you, if you put 80% of your focus and energy, the business would blow up in a good way. It would thrive. It would take off. But you can't even fathom that because right now over 80% of your time is in the weeds and in the crap. And if you feel the pressure of getting that stuff done, that you can't, you can't even give another 10% to the visionary work, to the dreaming, but you can. And we're going to walk you through that. And the tool that we talked about earlier is going to walk you through that. I remember that I was in this state of total drain. I could feel it in my body. It was affecting my attitude with the team, really like the culture of the team. And it was affecting things at home, arguing more, bickering more, just not being present, being distracted, being frustrated. When I finally used my good senses to uh, break out of just constant action, because that became my fallback when I was feeling stressed, do more, do more faster. That'll get you up out of the hole. Not true. It digs you deeper. And when I finally did, I slowed down and I took the time to process why I was feeling this way. It became so abundantly clear to me. I had coached my clients through this so many times before, but it was such a blind spot in my own life. I wasn't even doing what I was born to be doing. I wasn't doing what made me come alive, which ultimately breathed new life into my business, which breathed new money and new clients and new possibility into the business. At that time, we were in a place of transition 
in our company. So maybe you can relate to this and, and this might shed a little more light. We were bringing on new people. We had moved on from some working relationships that really weren't aligned any longer. So we were totally in a state of flux, which meant I was wearing a lot of the hats. And sometimes that is just a necessary beast. It's true. It's like we're none of us at this juncture, likely if you're listening to this, are Fortune 500 business owner or CEO, right? We There are many times where we got to dig back down into those trenches every once in a while and keep things going. So I was trying to manage a lot. I was the detail organizer of the projects we had on our plate, which newsflash, if I could choose one giant weakness, that would be mine. I was looking for new hires because we were looking to expand and bring people on, which meant I was going through applications and I was interviewing and I was emailing and I was keeping track of that. Again, not a strength of mine. I was prepping for interviews and I was managing my inbox and I was trying to figure out what I was going to post that day or record that day or write that day and do the next day. And I was fielding customer service emails and I was trying to engage on social media and map out our launch plan and juggle our team. And I lived in Slack. I lived in our project management system and my inboxes most days. And I was convinced that I had to because those were things that obviously had to get done and there was really no one else to do them. And that was my mindset around it. Oh, this is just a season. I'll get through it. Once we make a hire, I'll finally be out of this, you know, rat race. And that was the mindset I had. And that mindset was lacking a major leadership vantage point. And it was keeping me glued to the hamster wheel and completely out of the realm of possibility. It was guaranteeing average for me and for my business because the goal Although I wouldn't have admitted it at the time, the goal was to tread water. It was to keep going. It was to just get whatever was under my nose complete and make it to the next day, just instead of progressing. So I was totally out of congruence. I was craving progress and I was craving new possibilities and evolution in the business and more profit and being known for my work. But my work was me hidden behind a screen, putting out fires and doing what was right in front of me, not building for what could be. Sometimes we are complicit in our own chaos and we don't even realize it. We don't realize that we are building it. We are creating it. We are we are not only just creating it, we're preserving it. We're keeping it going and we're convincing ourselves that it's a season, that we'll get through it, that we'll get to the other side of it and it'll be so much better, but it's not. It's a habit. It's It's who we have become. So identifying my sweet spot, right, my zone of genius... And seeing that all of those things that I wanted was going to come from having the courage to actually prioritize the things that were not on fire in the business would be the only way I'd get there. It would be the only way I would grow. And it was really difficult for me to believe that because I kept convincing myself it had to be this way, but it didn't. So what were the mission-critical things that weren't getting much of my love and attention because I was so focused on the minutia? Well, first and foremost, leading myself. I wasn't starting my day in prayer, or I wasn't journaling about how the day was going to go ahead or how I wanted it to, to roll out in front of me. I wasn't reading books or consuming content that was helping me expand my way of leadership thinking and challenging myself to grow. I wasn't studying because I had too much work to do. I had to get the, like, I can't, I'm, that's a luxury that I don't have, right? I don't have the time to do that. That mindset will keep you stuck forever. 
I also was not creating the white space in the margin for contemplation and introspection and vision. Where are we going? I am the owner of my business. That is 100% my responsibility. And if my company is missing a vision, if my company is missing a vision and unclear about the path ahead and unpassionate about the mission that's before us, that completely pollutes every member of my team, every customer that comes in, every client that we serve, every prospect that we could serve, because I didn't take the space to contemplate and think and craft a vision that was so powerful that it would carry us through any storm. Another thing that was mission critical that I wasn't doing because it didn't look like it was on fire at the time was leading my team, not just managing my team. I was doing plenty of management. I was in Slack. I was telling people, hey, do these tasks, do these things. But I wasn't leading leading them. I wasn't connecting with them. I wasn't finding out what they needed and what would help them grow and tap into their zone of genius and their sweet spot and make them come alive in their work. Because guess what happens when my team is alive instead of just logging hours and getting crap done? The work gets done faster and better and more beautifully and differently and uniquely and in a way that makes us stand out. I also wasn't being proactive and building for what's three years ahead because I had to build for what was three minutes ahead. I wasn't being prolific in my content creation, in my own works and my own thoughts. I was looking at what everybody else was doing and I was consuming, but I wasn't creating from within. And I wasn't front facing. I didn't have the time to be. I wasn't speaking those works and those words and those innovations and thoughts into the world because I just had to get the stuff done or developing new offers and ideas. And every time I convinced myself I had to be doing the seemingly urgent tasks ahead of me, I realized that that was a part of my leadership deficit. I had to put this other stuff first. It had to be the majority, but it was scary. Did I still have to get my hands dirty in the task? Sure, especially in that season, because I mentioned we were in that transition, but I was playing the victim. Like it was happening to me and it just had to be that way. And that's not true. I had to shift into 80-20. I had to make sure that 80% of my time, bold statement, 80% of my time had to shift to the mission critical things. And this was one of the most freeing parts of my growth and development. This was one of the biggest needle movers in our business in profit, team, overall growth. It's the stuff that's kind of feels intangible, but creates very tangible results. And I broke down exactly how to do this for my clients. And I feel so strongly about this being a missing link for so many entrepreneurs that I've included it in today's show for you in the frazzled to laser focused, right? That 30 minute game plan. It is going to walk you through this process of figuring out your sweet spot, what makes you come alive, where your time should be going, where it should not be going, where does your 80% belong? And it's going to be different for each person. This is not a cookie cutter thing. This is a custom thing just for you. And what and how to take it off of the other stuff that seems to be all consuming right now and put it where it matters. This is the next step to clarity. This is how you get laser focused and start to see and feel the change that you're dreaming of, but sometimes that feels so far away. So from frazzled to laser focused, it's a 30 minute 
process. It's a game plan to gain clarity and reduce that overwhelm and hurry and make the space to live your vision as a wildly successful family-first entrepreneur. Your family will be the beneficiary of this work too, not just your business. And sometimes it really can feel like it's swirling so fast. I get that. Like there is so much to manage and juggle that if you take yourself out of the chaos, even for a minute, everything might just fall apart. So this game plan will take you out of that. It will help you see what you cannot see right now. It's in your blind spot. And it's going to break down how to devise the plan to finally be ultra clear on how to get to your next level and how to do it in a way that will not only help your business thrive, but it's congruent with how you want to live your life with your family. So go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused to snag it. Because if I had to guess, having gone through it myself and walked many people through it too, if you're feeling like that in your work, it's being mirrored in your home. There's no way around it. You don't get to compartmentalize. You are you and you're in both spaces. And sometimes it's easy to convince ourselves that if we just keep pushing through this busy season, then we'll be on the other side of this thing and we finally get to show up the way we want to for our family, the way they deserve us. But we know this isn't a season. We know this is our reality until we refocus. And I've seen people live in this reality for decades. So the final thought, the reason that you're feeling like you've lost your mojo, you've lost sight of where you're going of where you're called to go. If I were to ask you, what's your vision? What's your three to five year vision? What's your mission? Could you rattle it off confidently in a way that makes your heart skip a beat because it's so damn exciting? And you cannot reconnect with that vision or recreate a new vision from a place of hurry, from a place of constant work and busyness, from a place of managing over leading. You cannot step into what's next for you if you don't know what that is or why that is. And first, you need clarity. You need to be laser focused. And despite what the culture of entrepreneurship tells you, that won't come from running faster or doing more. In the frazzled to laser focus game plan, we don't just walk you through our strategy for getting your mojo back, for getting you into your sweet spot. We get super tactical. We determine the non-negotiables for you and your team. We help you identify where your energy is most powerful so you can start to see the progress that you're actually after. We get you out of the weeds of your work and into that flyover zone where you have the perspective you need to actually see what's next and to come alive in what's next. You have not lost your mojo. You have just misplaced it. There are a few little tweaks that you have to make. You're not as far away as you think, but you could live in this space forever if you don't do the work. So go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focus to snag your frazzled to laser focus guide. It'll take you 30 minutes. It will change the game. And then we have more for you upcoming. So stay tuned, pay attention, get your guide, do the work. And if this spoke to you, please take the time to rate the show, leave us a review and share this episode, share this series, share it with a client that you know needs it, a peer that you know is struggling. Share it on your social and tag us. We are so grateful for every share because this is a movement. Family-first entrepreneurship, it's not a job about being, you know, like decent in entrepreneurship and having a side gig and then like taking care of your family. This is about creating your legacy at home as you build your business up to something that is so wildly successful. You can have both. In fact, you were designed to have both. So go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focus. And thanks for tuning in. 
I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.